Why, hello everyone. Welcome to the program Illumination. We come from the Library of Sunset Lodge 369 in Santa Monica, California. It's great to have you with us today. My name is Les Jones, the producer and man in the hot seat is our great friend and brother, Brother Michael Walmack. We're here to discuss all things Masonic, whether it's our people, our teachers, our leaders, whatever, and also things around Masonry. And we, we're here to help you and find out a lot more about who and what we are. If you've got any questions, please feel free to contact us. There are two ways to do it via our email address, which is sunsetmasoniclodge369 at gmail.com. That's sunsetmasoniclodge369 at gmail.com. And our web address, which is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. That's sunsetmasoniclodge.org. We would love to hear from you. We're here most Tuesday nights. If you want to come by, be sure and send us an email. Just double check to make sure we're open. We're open at 6.30 in the evening where we have our meal. We have a bite to eat together. And at 7.30, whatever event we have going on. If you're a brother, we'd love to see you. If you're coming by and you're not a Mason, stop by. We'd love to see you and have a bite to eat with you. Everything is is great with our lodge. And as I've mentioned many times before, we've had an influx of good young people and their wonderful energy here. And one of the new brothers who is who is with us and is uh, our guest today is Brother Sergio. Brother Sergio, how you doing, man? Hi, Les. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me for your Michael. Thank you for oh, the invitation. The least we could yeah. do. Now, Brother Sergio is from Chile. Is that correct? I am, right. Right. And I, I mentioned in the lodge one time that I feel a really a strong kinship for Brother Sergio being from Chile. If you take the Texas flag and the Chilean flag and put them next to each other, they look almost exactly alike. So my brother, we're tight, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I remember once an embassy in Chile when there's National Day, it's uh -huh. a law that you need to put the flag out there, the Chilean yeah. flag. Somebody put the Texas one Ooh. and they got a ticket. Oh, it was, I, it, of it was course. In the news. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that happened. Well, thank you. It's yeah. great to have you here. Pleasure. Talk a little bit. Now, um, to start things off, just tell us about yourself and where you grew up. And, of Perfect. course, Chile and your right. life growing up and so mm -hmm. forth. Okay, so my name is Sergio Torres Letelier. I was born in mid-south Chile in a town that is called Concepcion, Conception. But then my parents uh, split, so I went to live in the mid-north in another city that is called La Serena. I grew up there. It's like a Santa Barbara kind of city, mm -hmm. while Concepcion is more like Alaska kind of thing. Really? My dad is still there. I go visit. I've been visiting the whole time. I have friends there. and It's a fun town because I never studied or got education there, so I, it was always vacation time over there. But I grew up in La Serena, and un until I went to college, then I moved to, to, go to Santiago. Capital, yeah. Uh, that, now, now the whole, Chile itself is pretty yeah, long, a, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I said, mid north, mid south. Because if you look in the map, La Serena and Concepcion are still very close in right. the map, though it's like ten hours driving from each. And Santiago is in the middle. The and capital, and yeah. the weather you were talking about. Oh yeah, it changes a lot. Like yeah, the south. Yeah, yeah. If you south go far south, you've got you've got the really cold weather. Yes. And you yeah. go f to the very north, you've got it's very hot. tropic. Yeah, <clears throat> not not tropic, but incredibly dry, like California. Right. And up north is just desert and like a Mojave desert or something. Okay, like so yeah. so that's what it was like for you growing up in the right. area? Yeah. Awesome. Real yeah, good. Yeah, now, um, 
how, how did you even get the idea of becoming a mason? It's interesting because my dad, uh, some cousins, my granddad, they're masons. Right. Uh, and mason, I have an aunt who is a mason too, uh, and female lodges, lodges and all that. But um, yeah, it was. I, I grew up with the idea of like, what is a mason, what the organization is. And it was a random uh, friend who said like, Sergio, you should definitely join masonry here in Santiago when I was already in college. And I really liked the idea because I knew what they were. Um, I feel attached through my family. Yeah. But at the same time, um, I forgot to mention that I'm an artist, I'm a, a musician. So when I was like 20, 22, I was trying to find more more gravitas in my life. Right. Um, we're not religious people. So gravitas for us or like more death or like more... Um, intellectual stuff sure. where like reading my mom's very philosophy person and all that stuff but um, I dad too uh, my sonry for me offers some something that in Chile is like a little bit more liberal than here so I mean about the divinity about religion and all that and it was like a place of free thinkers it is here too uh, and I really like the idea of the philosophy and the study of the esoteric and all that I really I, I, I was digging for and it and that was so. part of it there in Chile huh? right. you were talking about right. how religious is because Chile I would imagine mm-hmm. is very uh, Christian religious yeah. type of commu- right. Uh, right. place I, I hate yes. to say community since there's such mm-hmm. a long mm-hmm. amount so yeah. many different types of people and what did it have much more of a Christian slant than anything it is um, actually you're talking about masonry or like right, society? Masonry. oh no at all actually masonry oh. is one of the it, it comes from friends right. uh, the orient of friends so right. uh, it's very agnostic it's very okay. if deist you know, like uh, there's a little like people believe in something, but not a religious God within the Freemasonry. It's not a thing uh, to be religious. Uh, of course, we have people from Christians, Catholic who are Masons. Of course, but uh, the countries, the countries, incredibly not Christian, but very Catholic. Right. And Choinstead and Opus Dei are like huge. Right. So Masonry itself in Chile is very secretive. You don't tell that you're a Mason. There, like, even if we oh. see each other on a really? coffee, we will be very, very like, uh, we'll, we'll understand that we are in a public environment because uh, it's so common that people get fired because somebody knows that you're a Mason. Really? Yeah, it's 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 a very strong thing. It's kind of changing, and Masons are very liberal there, so they're trying to help like uh, abortion and all those social issues. Uh, but they are still seeing like liberal people, free thinkers, and religion is kind of against us like Chile is a very conservative Catholic right of country. course but so, yeah. you, you, people actually lose their yeah, job because yeah, of that yeah. huh yeah so I, I like three brothers of like the lodge that I was initiated uh, they tell the story that their boss who was Opus Dei or belonged to like a Christian thing as soon as they know that you're a Mason they will kind of start making things complicated for you and it's mostly ignorance I mean they don't know they don't understand Freemasonry and yeah. they're afraid and probably their churches say like they're bad people, and you get fired. It's it's, it's a thing, yeah. That's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, of course, me, my family, my parents, uh, or my yeah, which we are Masons, uh, we're open about it because we really like to change that stigma around Freemasons. So, yeah. for the most part, you wouldn't be wearing a ring. Yeah, like it's, this. it's for it's forbidden in Chile. You are you are not supposed to. Really? I mean, you can do whatever you yeah, want, that's but, true, but, but but they say you shouldn't. Uh, be using anything and it's not a common thing to see that like on the car or no at all 
we don't march we don't we don't we're not that uh, out there yeah <clears throat> wow yeah so that's why also they focus more in like in lodge work right uh, a lot of philosophy a lot of uh history of freemasonry so that's the way i, I like that yeah, uh, yeah and, so. and, and honestly whatever spiritual faith you're a member right. of that's also a wonderful thing to be a part of right you were talking about how you were how your family many of your family members were masons did you ever go to a lodge where you were growing up yeah to a funeral when my grandpa died uh right. we went to his lodge and he was being uh, the whole thing was happening there. And then we have the funeral with the Mason kind of ceremony. Yes. And that was the first time that we saw like Masons in action. And it was pretty cool. It was 2000. So I was probably like 16. Right. And I, I saw them like getting together. It's a very nice ceremony that happens. And, and it was kind of weird because it was in a cemetery. So everybody oh, wow. around my friends were like, dude, these are Masons in a cemetery doing their stuff. So it was pretty interesting. But of course, we understood the the, media, the meaning of what we're doing, and it was pretty beautiful. And that's when I, that was actually the only one. Oh, and lodges anniversaries. Like they, they threw parties, uh, they call it the white parties, uh, because you have to dress kind of like in white. Like a, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and that's like an open thing, and you will invite family inside of the temple, and they will explain what we do. And there's also like a tribute to a woman, like they give flowers and it's a pretty nice thing. And then it's a dinner and a dance. Yeah. All right. And you, so those kind of things. Sure. You yeah. brought up something. Your aunt was a Mason yeah. too. Yeah. Was she, uh, she was part of another fraternity there? Yes. Uh, I don't know much about here, but in Chile you have the male Grand Lodge and then there is uh, a female Grand Lodge. Uh, they kind of support each other, but totally uh, separate. Uh, and she belonged to the female one. Right. We we had one of the worshipful masters from the female lodge right. on our program before. Right. right. What a wonderful group. To receive I, that, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I I wish yeah I wish we were. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that's a goal of mine. Yeah. Is to see us come together and work together on right. things where we could keep our own separate things, and so, that's yeah. and that's a wonderful thing that we do that. But we have so much in common not to come together mm -hmm. and and support each other and exactly, work together yeah. on many different things. In Chile, in Chile, both uh, Grand Lodges, they support each other a lot. Uh, but I'm not sure if you can visit. Oh, uh, that's fine. You know, yeah, yeah, I understand. But they support like publicly a lot. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I think it's important for us to keep our, keep yeah. our separation yeah. because mm -hmm. of the, the very special things each of us bring to to our to our members mm -hmm. and i think that's yeah. very very important and you know what is interesting too like uh male lodges like the grand lodge of right. chile right. uh all of the wives or partners of like masons they have their own kind of clubs uh that they do stuff like uh they donate money. They go to the Red Cross and stuff like that. They're very active. Like it's something donate. separate, like yeah, it's like a I don't know, like a club. It's, yeah, yeah. So and each lodge has its own club, its <laughs> own club, and then as soon as you become a Mason, they ask if you have a partner or like a, even your daughters or like whatever siblings, oh, wow. and they're allowed to join that community and they meet and they do dinners, bingos, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. So, so we're we're getting up to things. You find out, you know, your family members. You've been to the lodge just mm -hmm. a little bit. What got you to take the step to become a Mason? Oh, uh, as I mentioned before, I was really looking for a place where I can grow up as a human, right. uh, an artist. Right. Uh, 
to understand more my like the society around me and myself. So when I was actually able to join, I say yes right away because of that. Like I really wanted to go into what like this organization could do for my own uh, growth. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... it's been like that forever. Like I mean, I know some other people joined because of the fraternity, and, right. and okay. I really I think it's a very individual kind of path, and yeah, and really I've learned a lot from Freemasonry. Uh, about myself through Freemasonry. It's really, yeah. it's really good because your path is separate from mine, separate right, exactly, from Brother Michael's, exactly, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and that's what makes it unique. We come together and we share with each other mm -hmm. in our different paths. Yeah. All right, I just want to remind everybody, this is the program Illumination, and we come from the library at Sunset Lodge 369 in Santa Monica, California. Want to get in touch with us? Send us an email at Sunset Masonic Lodge 369 at gmail.com that's sunset masonic lodge 369 at gmail.com go to our website also which is sunsetmasoniclodge.org that's sunsetmasoniclodge.org we're here most tuesday nights we have a meal at 6 30 we would love to see you if you're a brother and you're coming through the los angeles area we would love to see you come by we're here most tuesday nights send us an email just in case to let us let us know if you're not a Mason and you're the area or you're going to be in the area soon, you're more than welcome to sit down and have a bite to eat with us, and we, we'd love to see you. Our guest, by the way, my name is Les Jones, the producer. A man in the hot seat is Brother Michael Walbach. Thank you for all you do, Brother Michael. And Sergio is our guest, and Sergio's one of the newer people in our lodge, and you bring a lot of great energy thank here, you. my friend. Thank you. And thank I want to you. thank you for that. Now, we've got you interested in, in being a Mason. Which lodge did you first start in? I started in a lottery school, Aurora d'Italia. I'm not sure how to translate that, like Italian Aurora, in right. a way. Uh, it was founded by Italians in Chile uh, a right. hundred years ago, I guess. And I joined that one. Uh, and it's in Santiago, mm -hmm. and, and it works under the Grand Lodge building. All right, awesome. And did you do your first degree there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Initiation and then the second one. All well. right. And then you came here for your third degree. Right. I, I got my second degree on a Friday. I was here to study in Boston on a Sunday. So I I got the second degree and I didn't experience the second degree like in a meeting or like a... And I just flew to Boston to oh, study. Wow. So it was an interesting thing that my... Starting from my second degree up, it's been an American... Masonry, oh, rather really? than Chilean. Yeah. Now, what brought you to Sunset Lodge? Okay, so after I graduated from Boston, I moved to LA and I lived in Venice. The the first right. like I arrived there, so I just searched um, a lodge nearby, and I saw yours. I mean, uh, ours, uh, yeah. Sunset, and I saw Culver City as well. But when I read about this lodge, it's very artistic. There's a lot of like. Uh, is he going with like brothers and it's like a not laid back lodge, but uh, I love that. I think on the website they have the description and say like, even though we are kind of like laid back, we are a serious lodge. Yes. And I loved it. So I visited and then I started coming to the meetings and then finally I joined. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's great. So, so you've joined and we talked a little bit about the degrees. Right. And you know yourself, you, you've watched our program. Right. So I like to go through the degrees of what people sure. have done. Tell me about your first degree. What was it like? First of all, <laughs> what, was, what was the mindset when you were coming up to doing the degree before you even did anything? 
the first one? Yes. Um, because you know nothing about what's right. going on. Yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, it, it was int- it changes a little bit. Like I took the first degree in Chile. Right. So the whole ceremony is different that I've seen here. Um, in a way similar but different. I just let myself like enjoy it. I, I I thought the whole time that I was joining this organization, which my family already belongs, yeah. that I, it would be up to high standards. And my parents were like my mom, my dad. Sorry, was very proud. Um, so I just like experienced it. Uh, I don't remember. Well, now I remember what a first degree is, but at that time I didn't get almost nothing for the whole experience. It was too much information. And, so, uh, and, and yeah, yeah, the, yeah, a lot. Yeah, that, that's really it. I think mm-hmm. I've seen that with all the degrees. There's mm-hmm. just so right. much there that you can't yeah. soak it all in in one sitting. And the language and all the information oh, yeah. is being provided. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I know Brother Michael and I are the same when it comes to this. When I did my first degree, it's interesting. I never had seen the inside of a lodge before, before oh, I got my first oh, degree. Wow. So yeah. then, you know, like I, I was... I was awakened, so to speak, and I looked around. That's my very first time to ever uh, see the inside of a lodge. Okay. And I went, wow, you know? Right, right. And it's, a, it's an experience. It's right. a good experience. Nothing right, bad right. about it at all. But Yeah, I, I remember during my first degree uh, in the ceremony in Chile, there is a lot of noises happening. Ah. So you kind of get scared a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everything, of course, has like an explanation and a meaning. Right. Uh, but you are listening to... <laughs> noises and, oh. and and fire and yeah so it's intense that'd be yeah, yeah. awesome yeah, to go yeah. be a part of to, yeah, to it's, watch it's, that yeah when you see it it's pretty cool how they make the sounds and all if we go there you'll vouch for yeah, me watch it. Absolutely, right. yeah. okay what yeah. what okay you've done your first degree what did you really get out of that first degree a lot of history i mean in chile you have to uh stay as an apprentice for two years and you have oh. to have 90% of assistant attendance in order to and be with your dues and everything. And all the master masons have to vote you if you're ready to go to the second degree. Oh, wow. So I the first degree in Chile is a lot of history, a lot of history. And, and, and the laws about masonry, well, France and the Scottish right, because they mostly work with that right over there. And a lot of history. And and sometimes understand rhetoric. Like they, they will teach you how to speak. Like they, they, there will be exercises about how you pronounce, like, or you, you get your idea across on a table. There's a lot of formation of you as a as a person, you know. Wow. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And so I got that. History and how to present ideas right. and, and stuff like that. So tell me, you, you said that you need to be attend 90%, 90% of the meeting. Yeah. Now, at the meetings, what were the meetings? You were talking about history and so forth. Yeah. Is that what all these meetings were about? Well, in Chile, you meet twice a week. Uh, oh, wow. One with the whole lodge and right. then one with your degrees, only, like the first degree. And in your when you're meeting your, with your degree, you will talk about yeah how to speak and some history regarding... Uh, the first degree, but then when you meet in with the lodge, uh, they will present like general themes, maybe something that is happening in Chile, because you go and there is always somebody doing a presentation about economics, about liberal stuff, about uh, science. Uh, so you hear that speech, and wow. then they discuss, and you uh, you have us in every lodge people who is in the science, into science, or people who is like economics or history so that the things that the conversation that happens is very interesting so you listen to very like uh prepare people in any topics and 
sometimes ministers, sometimes uh, politicians, sometimes uh, doctors. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. And then there is a dinner. So, yeah, you, you experience all that and, and, and it's, it's pretty cool. Now, tell me, you were you, you say you, you're an entered apprentice for two years? Yes. Wow. Yeah. You get to do the ritual uh, when you meet with your like uh, degree, like with your level. Uh, you meet and you experience the ritual. Somebody has to be the worshipful. Somebody has to be the secretary. And, and you explore those positions. It's part of it, too. What an awesome yeah. thing to yeah. do. But it's very time consuming. Imagine twice a week. Which yeah. Be, yeah. Yes, but then... Yeah. Look at the mason you are and what it's made. Okay, so yeah. so let's say the, the master's voted and right. you've got the okay to the do the second, second degree. degree. Yeah. Tell me about my favorite degree, yeah. the second yeah. degree. Uh, I've seen it here. It's very similar. That degree is very similar. I like it. Uh, you are way more uh, into what masonry is, so you understand more. So you, I think it's, it's the one that you enjoy the most yes. for, for, for my in my perspective, perspective because... Um, you know what the ritual is. You, yeah. you. I mean, you don't know what will right. happen, but you understand what is happening. What's the meaning of stuff, and so you're way more aware of like any word and and what the ritual itself is trying to teach you through the experience. is pretty interesting. It's great. Uh, yeah, it? unfortunately, I never experienced be, being a second degree in Chile. So as I told you, I got the second degree and flew to Boston, but I went to some uh, second degree. Um, um, not initiations, but uh, ceremonies uh, in Boston. They were interesting too, and 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 it was a whole different thing. It is, uh, yeah. Isn't so it? yeah, and I've seen it here too. Yeah, I know in Texas, there I went to a third degree there, and it was great because it was way out in the woods. It was outside, <laughs> oh, that's and it was, I mean, right in the middle of this right. little clearing. Uh-huh. And wow, nice. It was, it was great. So it was outdoors. It was outdoors wow. totally. And right there at sunset, and it started getting dark, and it was doing the third degree during wow, that, and it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. And it was a little different. You mm. know, you could tell it was mm-hmm. the third degree, but the nuances mm. of differences are really illuminating. You get a whole different yeah. viewpoint of what that is. Just yeah. to jump in for a second, guys, yes. and for Sergio's benefit, I know you said you were in Boston uh, for a while, and degrees are definitely done in different places for sure. And there was a, a young fellow in Boston that was getting his third degree that was off to join the Navy, and they got a dispensation. They did his third degree on the gun decks of the USS Constitution in Boston Harbor. I thought that would be a pretty cool place to get a degree as well. So so it's not just inside the lodge. We, we see, we've had outdoor degrees right. here in California so as well, cool. so pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Brother Michael. Yeah. That's great. And uh, so let me tell you, if you were to stay in Chile, we, you brought up a little bit about that. You got your second degree. How long do you have to wait before you become a... Uh, the same. Your... It's two years minimum. Two? Wow. I've known uh, cases, like my cousin, right. who's 10 years before becoming a master. It takes a lot. It takes a lot, yeah. Dedication. And then, huh? Yeah, and then it's like 20 to 30 years to re- to go to 32. It's a lot of like uh, bureaucracy and, and, and tests and stuff like that. So it's 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 a different approach of what you become a master mason is, yeah. It's difficult, but look at the man you become yeah. during all the time. Well, but I, it's the first two years, like my first degree was there. I think I became an American mason, master mason, because from the second degree on, it's been American Freemasonry right. rather than Chilean. Uh, in Chile, yeah. So if you count, like you won't become a master mason in, in minimum four years. That's a lot of things. 
uh, it's different here. They say, oh, uh, they're in the States or in other countries. They're giving away the, the, the third degree and stuff. And I say, like, no, it's just different. Like, it's just a, a different experience, a different kind of masonry. So it's not better or worse. It's just different. Well, I tell you, we could use the learn a few lessons from, right. from what they do. Right. And it's definitely true. Okay, so here you are at Sunset Masonic Lodge 369. Yeah. And you get your third degree here. Mm. Tell me about what it's like. Well, it was amazing because a little bit like a backstory. Yeah. I actually had the third degree in Boston. Oh. But uh, when I came here and uh, Brandon Lopez, brother Brandon Lopez was the secretary, he helped me a lot to kind of like ask for the documentation that what happened in Boston, but he never came. Like they never sent anything. The Grand Lodge of California contacted them and nothing happened. So the Grand Lodge of California said like, you know what, let's go back. Sergio asked for a certificate that you're a second degree in Chile and you can have your third degree here and let's forget about the other thing. So what was cool that I got my third degree in Boston. Mm. I went to Chile to some third degree meetings, right. but then here I wasn't able to, to attend. Uh, but the cool thing is that, again, the whole ritual that I got here was different than the one in Boston. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of different in, 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 in so many ways because um, there was a brother who was also being raised uh, and he was Scottish and they did a whole Scottish uh, thing. Uh, so we, with bagpipes and it was like a different thing. So I was totally not understanding what was happening. Yeah. Uh, so what I got here is, uh, and, and it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Right. I, I want to bring brother, brother Michael in here right. on this and I don't yeah. want to bring him in right away. I don't want to shock him, <laughs> but it's interesting yeah, how, yeah, it how was... different, different ways of doing the third mm -hmm. degree right. is. Brother Michael, have you heard of these? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of different variations. Now, again, a lot of common ground, too, where things are similar. But sure. um, and generally speaking, every jurisdiction is its own kingdom. So California, there's no one higher than the Grand Master of California. Um, and over the years, various states, as they've kind of, you know, worked with their ritual, they, they've created their own variations. So it is. Now, again, there's uniformity in the ritual across the state of California. Our, our grand lecture sets a standard and we're expected to follow it. But as you go from state to state and country to country, you're going to find lots of little differences in the ritual. So for sure. The, the interesting thing, sorry, Les, the interesting thing was I, I didn't experience the, the degree, uh, the whole ceremony. It was one of us uh, who got the whole thing and we were just watching it. Right. So and here right. I experienced the whole thing. Right. And it was totally different. And that's yeah. in Boston, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. right. Yeah, it's a whole different yeah. thing right. when you're yeah, part here, of when it. I, when I said that I didn't experience it, was like a, a third Right. Have you Boston, seen yeah. the, have you seen a third degree here after you received it? Have you been in the audience, so to speak, watching it? Have you had a chance to do that? I don't think so. Oh, you, you'll love it. Have I? No, I don't think so. No, no you will no, no, know. No. You will know. Yeah. Tell you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Okay. Here you are, a brand new Master Mason. Right. And uh, you bring a very positive characteristic to our lodge with your Thank energy. What do you see yourself in the future here at Sunset Lodge? Okay, something that got me from the beginning of Freemasonry is to explore it, to see beyond the lodge. So I really want to yeah. be part of whatever the Grand, uh, um, the Grand Lodge of California has to offer in programs and, and conventions and all that. So I really want to get involved 
outside of the lodge as right. well as inside maybe helping with a position and, and or something like that whatever i can do I think be, and there's, there's a lot of wonderful things going yeah. outside of yeah, this lodge yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a great um point to start off and have a foundation yes, to, to, yeah. to grow with and and throughout the state with the Grand Lodge of California, throughout the country and throughout the world. And it's the thing that I love being put in positions where I will have to kind of bring my social skills and everything. Because here at the Lodge, you are among brothers and, yeah. and friends. So when you go out to visit a Lodge or like a conference or something related to masonry, you are really out there exploring what masonry is outside of your Lodge. So that's a thing that is incredibly valuable. Well, that's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Sergio, it's been a... Great honor to have you a part Thank of the program you. today. You added so much, and you add so much to our lodge. And I really want to thank you for what you do. This has been the program Illumination from Sunset Lodge number 369 in Santa Monica. You can reach us via email at sunsetmasonicalodge369 at gmail.com. My name is Les Jones, Michael Wallback, behind the board. We will see you next time.